Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local podcast with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Tuesday, October 3rd. I'm Tom Ackerman. And I'm Megan Lynch. Dozens of tents are still on the lawn of St. Louis City Hall hours after city officials tried to get people living there to break camp. This resident, Sharice, tells KMOX it was a tense situation. Take somebody's home from them. People were going to fight for it. Well, put, were police coming in and dismantling things? or They were not making their presence known like they are now. Okay. Other residents tell us they were offered hotel rooms last night. In a statement sent to KMOX News, city officials say they started efforts to move the homeless community out because of an increasing number of emergency calls to the site. The city says the growing number of residents have led to unsafe and unsanitary conditions. A firefighter is hurt after working a blaze in Granite City around 2.30 this morning. An apartment complex had to be evacuated. Granite City Fire Chief Rich Moore says a collection of buildings were on fire at the intersection of Washington Avenue and 26th Street. It was a minor medical issue. He was uh, he was uh, uh, taken to Gateway Regional and then and uh, uh, evaluated and uh, and and released. No one else was injured. The apartments are still livable. However, Chief Moore says the classy clips pet grooming business was a total loss. Bills to regulate short-term rentals in the city of St. Louis returned to committee this morning. More bills 33 and 34 would regulate short-term rental properties. One changes city code, the other creates a permit process. St. Louis City Alderwoman Kara Spencer is vice chair of the Transportation Commerce Committee. Last week, she suggested pushing forward the vote to move the bills to the full board so that the public had a chance to look over recent changes made. We had our last hearing in July. At that time, um, you know, myself and others laid out several amendments that needed to take place and clean up of the bill. I mean, the work, I think everybody agreed it needed work. But, you know, I mean, it took two and a half months to get a new committee substitute before us. We had a hearing last week to get that committee sub, which had 33 changes uh, before the general public. Spencer says the city won't be able to enforce the laws for another year anyway if they get passed. So getting more public input to make sure the process is done right is important. Others on the committee have argued that any of the changes made were ideas that came from the public. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. And the Transportation and Commerce Committee meets at 9 this morning through Zoom. The public is invited to dial in and make comments. Heavy traffic in the area this morning. We're five minutes away from it with Roger Brand, 64 and 270. Up and down 270, there's traffic. Metro Transit's working to reverse the effects of a cyber attack. Metro Systems froze yesterday, knocking the transit phone system offline. Metro says the attack is contained and believes all services will be back up and running by this afternoon. United Steelworkers in Granite City are beginning to receive pink slips this week. 267 United Steelworkers in Granite City have been laid off this week in what is expected to be just the first round. United Steelworker Local 1899 Vice President Craig McKee tells KMOX they anticipate more layoffs in the future. We don't know for sure. We're thinking that potentially we could see some more layoffs later in October in the maintenance and electrical departments here at the plant also. Um, We have been told that could potentially happen the week of October 22nd. U.S. Steel announced they will temporarily idle the blast furnace in Granite City on September 18th. 
Sean Malone, KMOX News. First, KMOX told you about the transformation in Fenton of the former Chrysler plant property. Now our Michael Calhoun looks at what's happened in Hazelwood since Ford fled. Ford used to make Explorer SUVs in North County until the company's revitalization plan in 2006 led to the plant's closure and the layoff of 1,445 St. Louis workers. It's one of those things where we took a lemon and made lemonade out of it. St. Louis Assembly is now Aviator Business Park replacing manufacturing jobs with those in warehousing and logistics. It's a 186-acre infill development. Uh, they have a number of different uh, companies like International Foods is there, uh, Silgen Plastics is there, so it's rail-served. It, it's really a great asset. Hazelwood's economic development point person David Leeser tells KMOX one of the tenants is actually Rivian, the fledgling electric truck maker which stores vehicles there. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. From the KMOX Business Desk, Missouri's Division of Cannabis Regulation issued 48 marijuana micro-business licenses to top industry entrepreneurs. The Missouri Lottery conducted the drawing without reference to the identities of the applicants. Six micro-business licenses were awarded within each of Missouri's eight congressional districts. Of the six in each district, two are micro-business dispensary licenses, four are micro-business wholesale facility licenses. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.